the Rebel. And I'm Will Katrina. And this is Woman Up Podcast. If you're new here, hello. Hi, how did you get here? Hello, how are you? Uh, this is a weekly podcast uh, where two feminist crazy cat ladies, i.e. us, get together and talk about the latest in pop culture, video games, comics, movies, uh, and uh, other things that interest us. Yes, we yes. are live every other Wednesday on Twitch at 8 p.m. PT, so if you're listening to this in the Future, <laughs> future people. I Bye. hope that you have a dog that can talk. <laughs> yeah, but I hope he's not like mean or rude. I mean, he's a dog. <laughs> not like we're talking about sassy dogs. Or you know. like, uh, so, uh, <laughs> if you are new here, what we do is we tend to talk about our uh, some news that we think is interesting, and then we dive into our main topic, and then we. Uh, oh wait. I, Chick picks. We also have chick picks where we recommend some things to you that are either made by, for, or about uh, women that we think you should go and check out. And sometimes we have guests, though we do not this week. Yes, today it is just us, and we are talking about summer blockbusters. Also, shout out to allgames.com. They host us. Uh, we are also on iTunes. Yes. So now it's time for Newsflash. <laughs> Uh, so first things first, I saw Star Trek Beyond and I absolutely loved it. Yes, tell me. Uh, it was everything that I thought it would be based on the trailer, to be perfectly honest. I know a lot of people were nervous about the trailer. They were like, oh, this looks like an action. I'm like, no, 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 no. Let me point out why this trailer is amazing. First of all, it was, yes, full of action. But it was full of the kind of action that uh, I love from the original series, which is we have gone down to a planet and we have to fuck some shit up because mm -hmm. of various misunderstandings. And we have to work together as a team, and we don't all quite get along. Uh, and we're going somewhere we've never been before. That, mm -hmm. in a nutshell, is what I loved about Star Trek, the original series. Mm -hmm. uh, and this movie delivered. There were things I had never seen before. Uh, the camera angles were just trippy as crap because they were like, we're in space. <laughs> like, we it was amazing. Uh, they didn't keep to like up, down, left, right. They were like, we're going in. We're going in circles. Uh, mm -hmm. The banter was amazing. Mm -hmm. The action was good. And you know, I don't know why you were worried. Fast and Furious is all about family. Star Trek is all about family. It's fine. Uh, so go see it, because it was great. I think I'll go see it now. Yes. I just haven't really gotten out too much lately. Uh, but uh, in other Star Trek related news for me, uh, this week's TCAs, which happened today, the conference on Star Trek Discovery, which is CBS All Access's new series, is going to be led by a female character, and she will not be the captain. She's actually a high-ranking lieutenant. Brian Fuller wanted to do that to have a different perspective to tell the Star Trek story from. Uh, there's also a, an openly gay character, which is, uh, I believe, the first TV character that is gay now that Hikaru Sulu is gay in the Star Trek Beyond on-screen universe. Probably for straight gay, because there's definitely some bisexuality in some of the symbiotes mm. that lived in other people, though they may not be counting it because they were symbiotes. Yeah. Um, but that is really awesome to hear. I'm pretty yes. excited for that as well. Mm -hmm. So, so it's going to be a cool, it it's going to be a return to Star Trek, where everybody was involved. Everybody. Even, even Brady's. Uh, I heard a lot of people saying Angela Bassett should be the captain, and I know that's never going to happen because she was too stuck up to even be Storm. But oh my God, if or Lieutenant, if Angela Bassett was just this like hard as nails officer lady, I would just be like, oh God, take me down. And it's kind of heavily implied that she's not the captain yet, so this might be her journey to captain or something like she that. She better so. ride a motorcycle. Stop treating your male characters like they get to do cool shit. Female characters base motorcycles. Space motorcycles. Uh, second order of business, Lumberjanes, the movie, has found its director. Uh, newly out from Gizmoda, Gizmodo and other types of uh, places. Emily Carmichael will be di directing um, the film, which is going to be really exciting. This this comic came out two years ago. You still have, is that issue one over there? Yeah, or, I think so. Yeah, I still have my issue one of this comic. I remember we were working at Geek and Sundry promoting this comic, and it's crazy to see that it has a movie now, which is just not right. so. Normally we have to wait 50 years and wait our turns before comics get turned into movies, but Lumberjanes, they're like, no, this shit's great. No, we're <laughs> Boom Studios. You can drink with us. It's great. I love it. It's pretty um, exciting. So I'm, I'm really, really excited. Uh, she's been kind of rumored to uh, be behind Captain Marvel. They're like floating her for the director's chair. Mm -hmm. uh, she's got a lot of really, really great um, back 
story in her filmography. So go check her out. Emily Carmichael, she will be leading Lumberjanes, the movie. Sorry to interrupt. My computer is losing its mind. So oh my god. Why don't you talk a little bit about the Visible Women hashtag? Okay. Oh, we'll see what's going on over here. So I actually misunderstood Visible Women because I thought it was like all comics and not just comic artists. Oh, oh no, it is it is all comics. It's oh, it was. Okay, yeah. okay. I wasn't an idiot about it. Okay, good. So Visible Women was uh, created by Kelly Sue DeConnick and uh, Matt Fraction, mainly Kelly Sue. Uh, and it, it's first happened earlier the last year, right? Or some earlier this year. This is was the second time Visible Women kind of surfaced. And it's this uh, hashtag project to get artists and comic writers who are women out into the forefront. Because so often uh, you hear people who are hiring say, oh, we just don't know where the women are. We just don't, we, we don't think women want to write this stuff. We don't think women want to draw this, draw this stuff. And so now it's basically this hashtag where we can all do that Will Smith pose and just go, yeah. This, this exactly. here, right here, here are the women right, right here. Oh, oh, there's no women, there's no women doing this? Here, let me show you my binders full of women. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty great hashtag. And go check it out uh, because there's so much beautiful art. Mm -hmm. Even if you or none of you are probably hiring artists for your comic at the moment, it's still just cool to see all this gorgeous art, to see the diversity, and to just really get a sense of how many women there are who want to do this because mm -hmm. there is that stereotype that women aren't interested. So uh, real quick though, stream maintenance. It is saying that my computer is dropping frames because the processor is being a bitch. I don't know if that's true or not. So if you guys can tell us if you see any lag or frame issues, that would be really great of you. Mm -hmm. uh, but if it's not a problem, then we're going to keep moving on. And there was actually a lot of interesting uh, news this week because Ocean's 8 got a lot of casting yes. news. Uh, Jason Momoa might be the crow, but we Stop doing all of the news we loved because it was making the show too long. So, yes. <laughs> so saying that, it is time for Chickapigs. Uh, once again, Chickapigs <laughs> are items that we think you should check out that are usually made by or for or featuring. Uh, I guess I'll start. Dryad Tea. Um, this is, I'm going to share the Twitter of it. But basically, if you're a geek who likes teas, you should check them out. Post it. Um, because they create teas to give you the mood and the kind of flavor of various characters from different stories, uh, which I think is really awesome because then you can be like, mm, I'm drinking, I'm drinking a, a Spock right now. And he's very logical. This is a logical tea. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. I like tea. I like geeky things. It seemed like a good fit. Mm -hmm. A lot of the, the flavors are just well thought out. I've seen where it's just like, oh, this is kind of something they might drink. You know, mm -hmm. uh, or if it's like a bitter person, it's a bitter tea or something like that. Um, so my first chick pick is uh, some summer reading for you guys to finish out the hot, hot uh, month of August with. Uh, it's the Lightless series by C.A. Higgins. I just started reading this, and it's this dope sci-fi series. Uh, female lead, all kinds of good stuff chalk packed in that st in there, but it's less space opera and more like hardcore sci-fi. So if you're looking for kind of the YA adventure, but mixed with with the heavy jargon of sci-fi and the and the technicality of that kind of sci-fi. Uh, Lightless is a really great series to check out. Uh, it's the first in three of three books. Uh, the second one, Supernova, just came out last month. So if you guys are into it, go check it out. Lightless just came out in paperback, and that's by C. A. Higgins, who hopefully I can wrangle onto our show after I lend you the book. Interesting. Yes. Uh, Sounds very cool. I'm, I'm interested. Uh, so, do you guys, you probably saw that there was a picture that went around the internet of a woman dressed as Captain America and she's wearing a hijab uh, and that was like incorporated into her outfit. Well, that woman is, goes by Hijabi Hooligan and she does a lot of cosplays and she's just awesome and amazing. So that's her Facebook page. You should go check it out, give a like and check out some of her cosplay. and. Maybe even leave a little message of support if you have the time, because I'm sure she hears a lot of messages and not support. Mm -hmm. uh, she's had some really, really great costumes outside of Captain America, too. So if you're looking for some cool cosplay, check her out. Uh, my second um, suggestion is sort of a self-plug. I am finally publishing a short story on my website, so it's going to be super free and super awesome. And I'm taking like photos and doing lots of research for this one. Um, it's called Isadora and the Serpent Prince. It's going to be an archaeology kind of supernaturally adventure 
And I'm really excited. I almost wrapped up uh, the first chapter, and so I'm going to have you guys join this little adventure with me and publish every week uh, on Mondays. So and check I've, it out. Yeah. Oh, and I've read the uh, prologue. I really like it. It's great. Yay! So, yeah, uh, head to my website, okatrina.com, and give it a, a little bookmark so that you guys know when it is coming. Yay! Um, the next chick pick is that I was on this YouTube channel called Up, Up, Down, Down. If you don't watch wrestling or anything like that, then this is going to mean nothing to you. But if you do watch wrestling, there is a guy uh, called Xavier Woods. He's part of the New Day, the longest reigning tag team champions in WWE history. Uh, he has a gaming channel called Up, Up, Down, Down, and I got to be on that freaking channel. Uh, that's a really big deal because they have a lot of followers, and I would just love it if you guys would check it out, uh, tweet about it, like it. You could just retweet my tweet about it. Anything to show that he should totally have me back on that channel again one day, because <laughs> uh, you know your girl got to hustle. Mm -hmm. So go check that out, and um, please ignore the thumbnail picture wherein they decided it was much more important to have him pointing than to have me not doing this face. <laughs> Fantastic! Uh, my final uh, chick pick is a another new book. Very much reading this summer, guys. Yeah, um, you. Yeah, I know. Uh, this one's called Dreadnought by April Daniels. It is a uh, it is a young adult superhero novel about a trans woman. Um, when she finally gets to become who she is, she finds an all new set of problems because she also gains superpowers. So it's a really cool little novel. Um, it's kind of newish, and uh, the publisher is going to be doing a lot of really cool stuff in the future. So if you want to see more stories like this, go check out Dreadnought. Tell the publisher that you're looking for it. Uh, and, and it's by, I believe, Diversion Books. So go check them out. Or from Diversion Books by Avril Daniels. Yes. <laughs> uh, before we move on, I just see a few questions. I do want to point out that, guys, if you show me a lot of love on there, it is really going to raise the possibility that we can yes. get Xavier Woods to come be on this show. Yes. Because we are homies. Yeah. We are friends. Mm -hmm. but if I can show him that it is viable to be here, like I'm the, I was the first moderator on his Twitch channel. Now there are only two of us. Like we can make this happen. I believe in you. You have to go and be my warriors. In fact, as we close this subject, if you guys could do me uh, a favor, because what, Vera, like, like a good group of you in here right now, head to Twitter and tweet at who? Xavier Woods? Or do they have their own? Yeah, uh, he's Let's Xavier Woods PhD. Uh, and you can, you can tweet other wrestlers if you'd like us to talk to them. Yeah, tell them, hey, oh my god, I want Women Up Show's hosts on, on your show and your shit. So tell them, and that then we, we shall hopefully go that way. But it, it's all, it's, it helps if you guys support us that way as well. Yes. Nobody uh, involved. Great, you yes. don't even have to pay us. Uh, Derek, about the injury, I was there at Raw and um, on this Monday, and they went to injure another member of the New Day, and my very good friend Tamara was sitting next to me like this, and I literally grabbed onto her, and I said, no, no, don't save his balls! Uh, and then we both proceeded to scream, somebody save him. Uh, it was very intense. I'll tell y'all, I'll do a periscope about Raw another time. All right, and with that, it's time for Heads Up, Woman Up! Yes! This yeah, is the main yeah. segment of our show for anyone who is new, uh, and our main topic this week is summer blockbusters. Yes, it is the summer. Everything's miserable and hot, and so we leave hot where we are. So that we, yeah, it's hot in here. We leave where we are to go to other hot places, but we find joy in those places, so it feels less hot. And then you're like in the middle of a crowd at Comic Con. You're like, I have no joy right now. No joy. No joy here. Uh, yeah, tweet Sasha Banks. Shit. Yes. You know, oh, that's, oh, man. Sasha Banks would be a fantastic guest on mm -hmm. here. I don't even follow Wesley, and I know her, so. Um, sorry, that was that was interrupting. So, first of all, we're going to talk about some interesting facts or things that might surprise you to know about blockbusters, because the very first thing that you have to address whenever you talk about summer blockbusters is people have all these thoughts in their head about what were blockbusters and which movies were successful and which movies weren't. And to be perfectly honest, sometimes that information is just wrong. Mm -hmm. um, so this this year's stats are a little different too because we've had so many superhero movies release in a consecutive amount of time. You know, mm -hmm. in March we had Batman vs. Superman. May we had uh, Civil War. We've had Deadpool back in February. We had Suicide Squad just now in August. We had, uh, goodness, what was the last one? That came out in June. Uh, there was something else. There was something else. What was it? Whatever. Anyway, 
That tells you how. Batman versus Superman. But that, I mean, like, that's just that's that's just superhero movies that were off the top of my head. This doesn't count the fact that we're having another Star Wars movie. This doesn't count we had uh, that we had Independence Day that the VFD came out that we've had so many tentpole titles, um, and and they kind of define themselves as blockbusters in new and different ways now. So it's interesting because it is changing the face of the game with Suicide Squad in particular. Uh, we had 150 million predictions. They made about 146 in the first weekend, uh, and also drew in a crowd of 49 percent female viewership, which is bonkers. Right. <laughs> bonkers. For a superhero movie where supposedly women don't want to see mm -hmm. superhero movies, half the audience that went to see it opening weekend were women. Maybe, just maybe, maybe. This is crazy a, idea. This is crazy, crazy idea. Bear with us. Okay, so over thirty percent of the thirty percent of the cast is female. The main cast, uh -huh. over 35 uh -huh. percent, I would say. And look at how much of an increase in female viewership. Look, it's I don't I, mean, I don't follow. What was it? Was it? I'm sorry. Was it Slipknot that all the women went for? Yeah, I think we went for Will Smith probably. No, no, Will Smith. Then I crack it out with the eczema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crack it out. Totally. Guy. Couldn't have been any of the facts that half of the chicks. I mean, almost like a third of the cast was female. So all I'm saying is, you you up that number to half. What do you? I mean, right. Instead of just giving us the one. Or the one on this team and the one on that team. How about more than one? Exactly. So this is going to be interesting to play out. And for that reason, exactly, I am excited for Wonder Woman. I don't give a crap if Suicide Squad does what DC movies do and drops out after this week because nobody else wants to see it a second time. Uh, I have faith in Wonder Woman. I think Patty Jenkins is going to smash it. Uh, I'm excited that Jeff, Jeff Johns is at the head of DC Entertainment. So you know what? Uh, Suicide Squad looks like it's fun but stupid. Uh, I've heard a lot of things about the film that are unsettling to me, but now I'm prepared for, so maybe I can watch it when it's in the budget theater. Um, <laughs> Unless you guys would like to find Katrina to go see it tomorrow, yeah, send your donations to her PayPal. Yeah, my PayPal is open, katrina.sgmail.com. Hey! Um, <laughs> but also, funny, funny enough, so a lot of people would probably tell you that uh, Suicide Squad would be less successful than Guardians of the Galaxy because that is a very beloved movie. You might be surprised to know that it has completely smashed their opening weekend. It numbers. blew their August opening weekend out of the water. And this is a good month to release to because August didn't have doesn't have all that much to go up against. When Suicide Squad released, it released against Nine Lives, which is a cat movie uh, starring um, Kevin Spacey. I was just about Kevin to say, Mr. Kevin Spacey. I was going to say Kevin Bacon, and I'm like, it's not Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Don't give me back my bacon, Kevin. Uh, Kevin's bacon. Uh, so oh, yeah. that made me think of Phil Collins for some reason. I'd just like to say that my coworker insulted his doctor yesterday by telling him he looked like Tarzan era Phil Collins to his face. I don't know why Phil Collins makes, Kevin Spacey makes me think of Phil Collins, and Phil Collins makes me think of Kevin Spacey. I don't understand it, but I'm sorry. So, uh, um, to add to all of this strangeness, I thought I might actually play a little game with you guys. Uh, I have some interesting numbers here, and I want you guys to try to guess the numbers before I tell them to you. Um, so I'm gonna cheat. I'm gonna look at. We're starting from like 1975, going to 2013. So these numbers may have changed slightly in the three years since here, uh, but those were the newest numbers I could find. So, oh, and before before we go through this, guys, uh, we always answer questions at the end of the show. So if you have questions now, uh, usually it's a little hard to get to them while we're doing stuff. So at the end of the show, hold your questions, and we will have a Q&A area where you guys can just. Ask all the questions you want. So, first question. Uh, which genre do you think has more blockbusters than any other genre? And you can even do, do top three. Uh, so, that's the first question. Mm -hmm. The sec I'm going to ask all the questions, and I'm going to go through and tell you all the answers so you guys have time to write your answers in. Oh, yeah. So, uh, write your answers down, guys. P.S. Mm -hmm. uh, the second question is, what kind of um, action shots do you think are most prevalent in blockbuster films? So like chase scenes or shootouts or hand-to-hand -hand combat, what's your vote there? For combat, um, what specific types of combat do you think are most popular? 
And then um, for relationships, which relationships do you think are represented the most? And relationships is between two people. So like uh, mother, daughter, father, son, brother, sister, that sort of thing. So start popping off those answers. And uh, while I wait for you guys to give those answers, I will also tell you some other interesting things. So like I said, there's a lot of myths and misunderstandings surrounding blockbusters. One of the myths um, that we hear a lot is that Jaws is the very first uh, Sorry, I'm, I'm doing promotional tweets. I feel you. I like, <laughs> I like it a lot. Oh, except how fat my arm looks. Well, no, it's fine. Wait, wait, it's let's fine. I can just have a pose differently and then we'll just... Uh... Boom! I okay. I looked at the wrong place, though. <laughs> Food fighting back against humans. Goku, that's a great vote. I like it a lot. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I don't think that's actually what your vote was. Um, <laughs> Funny enough, The Godfather came out before Jaws and was also really big hit. So was The Exorcist, but Jaws was the first time they broke a hundred million. Now it wasn't necessarily the most successful in the way we count successful movies nowadays, especially because it was over budget and like a hundred days over the time it should have been filmed in. Um, but it is largely remembered as the first time people were like, "Oh, summer doesn't have to be drive-ins with ditzy teenage comedies. It can actually be huge thrillers and action and blah blah blah." Um, so that's why most people say that Jaws is a writer. All right, so we're starting to get some answers here. Yay! Hand-to-hand -hand combat. Yes, we took a selfie. Double selfies, of course. Oh, come on, Goku. It's no fun when you don't vote at all. All right, so you may be surprised to know, or not surprised at all to know, that 46% of summer blockbusters are action films. That's what we're used to thinking about when we think about blockbusters. And from there, it goes to adventures, thrillers, comedies, drama, sci-fi, fantasy, family, crime, and romance. So it's pretty clear that romance is at the very bottom. Why does this matter? Because typically when people, Hollywood, I mean, not normal people, Hollywood thinks of films that women want to see, they think women want to see family and romance films. In their brain, that's the kind of film women go to see. Mm -hmm. If those are the lowest performing genres and blockbusters, then it would make sense that they think that they do not have to cater to the female audience. Mm -hmm. So. First thing we have to say is, that's bullshit. It's dead wrong. It's dead wrong. Look at this. You guys just had a movie out about, like, literally some of the worst people in the DC universe. And you know who half your audience was? Ladies. 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 Uh, shall we talk about Fifty Shades of Grey for a minute? Because, yes, you could say that's a romance. But, like, that's not a romance. That's not a romance. That's about, like, some crazy, that's some shit. Crazy shit. That's, <laughs> like, that's like Suicide Squad without all the fun. Without the fucking fun. <laughs> uh, Hunger Games? Yeah. Not actually a romance? No. That's uh, um, an action movie. Mad Max Fury Road? Not a romance. Not a romance. Um, Inside Out? Also not a romance. So, and Monster University, which is a family film. So these, this idea that, oh, just because uh, action performs the best, like that's why we're getting so many action films geared at men. It's bullshit. Mm -hmm. All right, as far as that action, let me tell you, raise your hand, I can't actually see you, if you are <laughs> fucking sick and tired of chase scenes in movies. Take the fucking I mean, that's, that's me saying that I just wrote a chase scene for a, okay, it was only a one minute chase scene for like a six minute film, but yeah. To take up a little bit. Yeah, I had to have Tie Fire shoot in a car. So, hey, by the way, I have another chick pick for the end of the show. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so chase scenes. It's really good that you wrote that because they're incredibly popular. Mm -hmm. They are the number one at thirty-six percent. Number one action <laughs> shot. That's why you almost always see a chase scene. Uh, the next one is Fall from a Great Height. Hmm. That also explains why that keeps happening. Uh, and my personal favorite, number three, is Explosion. <laughs> and that's why Transformers 5 is in production right now. And why the Transformers <laughs> movies do so well. They have, they're they just checking this up. Every single one of them. Exploding cars. Slow motion. Exploding building. And lastly, exploding body. We have actually gotten away, as blockbusters have moved on, from blood. Though we have increased in murder. So exploding bodies make sense that it's lower because we are showing less graphic violence. Mm -hmm. Like uh, we'll, in Transformers, we'll have like a bunch of people die, but there's no blood. It's not a sea of blood anywhere around. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like creating sanitized violence. It probably is not good, but I guess we'll see the psychological effects of that in like 10 years. <sighs> America. America.
America. America. Uh, combat, we won't stay on too much because it's pretty simple to guess that shootouts would be number one, followed closely by fistfights. Mm -hmm. um, punch in the face, my personal favorite is number four. <laughs> followed by slap and sword fight. And you know the lesson to take away from that is that we need more motherfucking sword fights, Hollywood. I wrote a sword fight for the sea of those films that had a car chase in it. This gave me like a You're great gotcha. trick. Are they just like in the car, just like leaning out no. to fight each other? It's a different scene. It's no, but I don't a sword like it. Fight and a car chase in my film. So, <clears throat> and that's why you can't say women can't write action. Because of Katrina. I wrote action. She wrote it. I wrote a whole bunch of it. Uh, guys, let me know if anyone else has seen the stream live. Uh, and finally, relationships. I bet you can guess the number one relationship in most films. Would you like to guess? Two white straight people? Oh. Not, uh, well, I won't say that actually. It's just between two people. And it's oh. not, yes. Oh, romance. No. Really? Don't. Okay, the answer is father and son is number oh, one. Oh, really? Yes. You know what? I'm sorry. We need to start showing more broken father and son relationships on screen. It's, we, I'm sorry, dude. Not everyone has a great relationship with their dad. Well, I mean, that's how we get, uh, what, like bad dad? That, is that what that Adam Sandler movie is? I don't know. That's terrible dad. Terrible dad. Is that the name of the Adam Sandler movie? Is it called Terrible Dad? Uh, so husband and wife is next, but very interestingly, originally in like the 70s, that was like the number one. And then in the 80s, it dropped at 10%. In the 80s, we were like, fuck wives and husbands. We're all getting divorced. We're very angry. Uh, and then it has gone back up in the 2010s. Mm. Uh, so that's how it has managed to stay at number two. <laughs> uh, mother and son, which surprised me. I would have thought that mother and daughter would be above mother and son, but nope. Then I remembered you got to kill all those moms so that the sons can have motivation to do exactly. things. Exactly. Like Spock's mom and Loki's mom. Mm -hmm. And, you know, mm -hmm. we could probably go on for quite a bit about all the moms that had to die so their sons could be awesome. I don't know if you would count Poe's mom as like a killing death because that was never really detailed and she died like later in his life but not when he was a man yet. Not when he was a man. I don't know. There's no details. <laughs> Surprisingly, father and daughter relationships are on the rise currently, so that's exciting. Boyfriend-girlfriend is pretty low. I guess nobody values uh, non-commitment. Mm. And then mother-daughter is even below that. We don't give a shit about mother-daughter relations in Blockbuster. So you know what this means. I want to see a mother and daughter fighting crime together with swords in a chase scene. <laughs> give it to me, Hollywood. Give okay. it to me. Got it. Got that. Someone write that down. I'll, I'll make it happen. And then, also surprising, brother-sister relationships are actually higher than brother-brother relationships. Hmm. I would think that, you know, all those feel-good 80s films would have got that brother relationship up, but no. no brothers still hate each other. Yeah. Apparently sisters hate each other the most. Yeah, sisters ain't on the list. There are no <laughs> sister movies in Blockbuster. That is uh, not alone. I don't understand people who are really best friends with their sisters. Maybe you are, but I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Works. My sister's like my mom. Yeah. I love that bitch. She crazy shit. She <laughs> pulled her booby out during Christmas once. And I was like, my dad's right there. Why would you do that? Uh, that's my sister. That's so, awesome. There you go. Some interesting and strange blockbuster facts for you. Yes, indeed. Uh, so it's only 8.30, which is not yeah. that bad. We have all this all this time yeah. to talk about our stuff. Uh, okay, cool. I forgot to actually think of these. Oh, you didn't think... Fantastic. So, so you start. So Sarah, okay, Sarah's been grilling me, like, from the moment this morning started. I, really I had, like, shitloads of errands to run. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, sure, I'm going to look up this stuff. I get all my shit done on time. And guess who's not ready? Yeah. Guess who's not ready? Wow. Guess who's not ready? Yeah, that's, um... <laughs> she's like, okay, yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Oh, was this of all time? Of all time. Oh, I didn't know that. That changes everything. This changes everything. This changes, to be fair, everything. I had a lot of work that got piled on me at the last minute because we're launching a WWE crate at Loot Crate. <laughs> I saw uh, that. So, my bad, homie. Yeah. Uh, so why don't you start with your top three worst? My worst? That changes completely. Okay, anyway, my uh, worst summer blockbusters. Uh, okay, you know what? BBS doesn't even count because it came out in March. Um, one of my least favorite summer blockbusters of this year was Independence Day 2 because no Smith, no movie, you guys. You know what? Suicide Squad itself probably made a lot more money. Will Smith had just wrote a fucking theme song for it. Okay. <laughs> Here comes Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. 
Wilson can rap over that or something. He could cover some other song and rap over it, just for the Suicide Squad. Like, do you know how much money that would have made your soundtrack alone? Alone. Just put all kinds of other bullshit on the soundtrack and put that theme on the soundtrack. So, all I'm saying is Independence Day 2 is absolutely horrible. Uh, no cameo or bring back could have saved that piece of trash. Uh, except for Will Smith, which they didn't do. So, you know, that's, uh, that's fucking, that's life. Um, that's life. That's life for Independence Day 2. What was my other one? Um, the BFG was trash. I'm sorry. I read that book as a kid and I thought it was all right. I thought it was all right. It was okay. <laughs> um, uh, uh, and yeah, I don't know. There's nothing else I can really say about it. Like, it's kind of weird because you have a lot of Disney films coming forward and they're retellings of like very classic stories. And I have another classic story on the other side of this list. Um, but I, dude, she didn't tell me it was of all time. I am. I'm really sorry. Do you want to think some more about it? I don't. I don't. We can have some people leave there. I don't. Yeah. Tell us what your least favorite summer blockbuster was of all time. Um, and I, I guess I'll forgive and go. I'll let you dip into April for X Men Apocalypse if you really hated it that badly. So, which it, it was kind of trash. I was very disappointed. This was very disappointing. kind of trash. It was kind of trash. Um, but yeah, uh, all these movies I've seen for free, so I don't, I'm not complaining about too much. Um, what about you, Sarah? What's your least favorite so, summer blockbuster, Sarah? So first I have to say, the reason this is very difficult for me is because I hate the vast majority of movies that I see. Mm -hmm. So a lot of things that people love and hold dear, like Iron Man or Jaws, like, I'm like, I didn't like those fucking movies. I, I don't like them. The Dark Knight. Um, so picking the absolute worst ones, I'm going to have to say first, my least favorite blockbuster of all time is definitely E.T. Wow. I know that is crazy sounding, especially as a geek, uh, especially as a child of the 80s. Just didn't like it. I hated it my entire childhood. Every time we had to watch it, I would get angry uh, because I had to watch that fucking bullshit again. I didn't like this <laughs> ugly ass alien. I didn't want him touching things with his little glowy finger. I didn't care if the government came and got him. There was just nothing for me in that movie. I didn't care about that little boy. I didn't care about none of that shit. Mm -hmm. So uh, that would probably be my number one. Um, then, yeah, The Dark Knight. Uh, I've told you guys this before. For comic book movies, I prefer to not have a sense of realism. Uh, it's reflective in the movies that I like and don't like. Like, I liked Thor. Most people didn't like Thor. I liked Captain America, the first one, a lot because it was a period piece, which a lot of people didn't. I'm not, I don't like to be grounded in reality when it comes to comic book movies. So Tim Burton's Batman was much more my style mm -hmm. because it was ridiculous comic bullshit. Um, like, bad. And that's what I wanted because that's what I enjoyed about comics is that it was this trip into another world. So you take The Dark Knight and I have to sit there and I have to watch this incredibly realistic Batman who yet still dresses like a fucking bat. Like, the ear, are you kidding? What do the ears do? What are those Wi-Fi sensors? How are you explaining this to me? And none of his villains or other friend superheroes dress as their animals or their characters either. Like, Catwoman's just like, I just wear a cool little mask. And Robin, I don't think he didn't dress like a fucking Robin, did he? And the Scarecrow wasn't a Scarecrow. And the Joker wasn't really a Joker. It was... Why was Batman so fat? Anyway, there was a lot that I couldn't handle in the movie. It bored me to tears. Uh, I couldn't care about the characters. I didn't enjoy Batman at all. So, yeah, The Dark Knight. That's my number two. And then picking another blockbuster that I absolutely hated is hard because there are movies like Transformers and the Ninja Turtles movie where I'm just like, not the original Ninja Turtles movie, that shit's dope, uh, where I'm like, ah, oh, I don't like so many movies. Oh, a phone ringing. That's great. Oh, it's my ex-boyfriend looking sexy as shit. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and say Star Trek Into Darkness because it was a very big letdown. Mm -hmm. The first Star Trek reboot that came out was not that bad. They immediately established that it was a wormhole. So I was like, cool, this is an alternate universe. I don't care what happens if it doesn't line up with the old thing because it's not that universe. It's completely different. Uh, and then Star Trek Into Darkness came out, and it was basically like a fanfic, a poorly written fanfic, uh, with a lot of lens flares, and for some odd reason, a bitch getting half naked, uh, but serving no other purpose in the movie. And then our chance to rectify the fact that Khan was not Indian. <laughs> that didn't happen. Nope. Um, and Uhura was just like, 
a nothing character who was unimportant and made all the same mistakes that female characters make so much when they're strong and independent and have to do things themselves. It just really disappointed me so hard that that, that just has to go into my top three. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, let's lift our spirits and talk about our top three favorite movies. If you would scroll down, please, because I've forgotten. Uh, <clears throat> uh, my top three faves because I am a dork and I thought we were talking about this year. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to replace one of them because I already know which one I'd like to talk about. Um, I really liked Ghostbusters. I've actually gotten to see it. It's really funny. Like, I am... And that's just say, like, I feel like this year's crop of blockbusters has just been like, ugh. Like, there's nothing, like, crazy and fun happening anymore. Like, everything's just a franchise or a superhero movie. And you know what? It's not even a fun superhero movie where you're engaged. It's just the same bullshit. Here's the same Marvel bullshit. Here's the same DC bullshit. DC's sad. Marvel's exciting. Woo! So, that's, you know, anyway, that's a whole other rant for another time. I enjoyed Ghostbusters. It was very funny. I really liked it. I'm excited that uh, that um, Leslie Jones is narrating the Olympic scene now. So that was good. Um, Civil War, I put it number two because it came out uh, in May. But you know what? I'm going to go ahead and replace that with Star Wars because that originally came out in May and New Hope back in 1977. One of my favorite blockbusters of uh, all time. So, um, and then uh, number one, uh, Pete's Dragon is a surprisingly great movie. It comes out on the 12th, uh, and I got to see an early screening of it, and I loved it. Like, better than it's the first Pete's Dragon? Better than the first Pete's Dragon. I really loved it. Like, I and, and I'm a kid who read the book, and like, so I, I was really impressed by it. Like, after you have this haze of action movies, and just to like finish your summer with Pete's Dragon. It's just like a nice breath of fresh air, and on top of that, it's really well made. It's a great little movie, so check it out. It's getting mixed reviews, but I loved it. So, uh, top three 2016 favorite blockbusters, not including 1977's Star Wars. <laughs> I wonder if I could do this with this year. Uh, I, I would definitely say Civil War if I did this year. Um, it really surprised me how much I felt enjoyment and joy in my heart. And then, of course, uh, Star Trek beyond is that what the fuck it was called mm -hmm. uh would be on that list because oh my god it was just like, oh god like, oh, oh. yeah <laughs> um and then i don't remember what else came out this year so i guess mm -hmm. i can't really i don't know was there a fast and furious movie this year just i don't think there was because yeah. we had to make that star trek movie instead i, I don't know <laughs> uh, but as far as my top three faves that i picked because it was supposed to be all time guardians of the galaxy again this was something that probably did so well because it surprised the shit out of me i did not expect to like this movie mm -hmm. at all um, and I loved it so much that we saw it twice, I think. Um, I just remembered another movie and immediately forgot it. Uh, it, I, it had its problems, sure, but it was such a fun movie that you didn't even give a shit. You're like, oh, you know, good morning. They were like, shh. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. I also think Avengers, you know, that it doesn't hold up that well now that we've moved past it, which is weird. Yeah. Um, but it, for the time, again, it was a movie where I didn't expect to be impressed, and so I was much more impressed. Uh, and it was the chance that Loki really needed to shine, because Loki was good in Thor, but then when you really got to just see him just be a dick, mm -hmm. it was just, for the whole movie, it was just glorious. Uh, Loki is definitely my favorite Marvel character of all time because of Avengers. Uh, and then this one might surprise you because it's not fantastical, but the movie Spy. Spy is hilarious. It's dude. so funny. I slept on Spy, and then I watched it on my way to Portland last year, and I fucking guffawed for like the whole movie. Yeah. Like, I, like I, they, belly laugh. I got, yeah, I had belly laugh. Like that is that was so funny, and I think that's why Ghostbusters is so funny too. It's under Paul Feig. It's you know Melissa McCarthy's back. A lot of the same writers are back. He works with the same women. Uh, so, it, I mean, like, a Spy was just hilarious. So, so definitely. And it had a really great combination of uh, funniness and action in a believable way. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was just, I loved it. And, again, it was the surprise factor that made me love it so much. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm trying to think if there are any blockbusters that I knew would be great and then were great. I'm sure you have more of those because you're not a pessimist about movies. Um, well, this year I've been a huge pessimist about movies. I mean, I'm just, I ruined really, Katrina movie. I'm tapped out, man. Like, nothing. I, it's not, and it's not that I don't want more superhero movies. So I always want superhero movies. I love superhero movies. 
and I love sci-fi movies, and I love, you know, I love all this, this, you know, franchisey shit. I love it, and it's just like nothing is grabbing me anymore. Nothing is a story that I'm just like, oh my god, I wonder what's gonna happen to so and so. Oh my god, don't go around that corner. Like, right. like you're rooting for people, and you're invested in these characters, and for me, it's just like, well, they're gonna save the day. Right, and you know, I, I actually wonder this a lot. If that happens because of age, you know how when you were little and you want to go to the movies and sometimes your parents would roll their eyes? Mm-hmm. Is it because just as you get older, you've just seen enough movies that almost every kind of story is predictable? I don't want to believe that because I am still seeing movies not from this year that I that still give me that feeling. So I, I don't like think that's... One? Like, uh, like you could go back to, like, um, I don't know. I'm pointing around. But older movies, you know, like, and it's not to say, like, oh, old movies are better, but, like, they're, you know, we have a, a, a plethora of film to go back on if we're unsatisfied with what's out today, and that tells me that creativity is boundless, and that you can tell good stories, and that there's no limit to when we've reached, like, the, this is where our movies stop being good. It's just that I feel like... The in, especially in, in the superhero genre and in the blockbuster genre, I feel like there's some kind of stalemate where the only people who are really doing that kind of stuff anymore, and I hate to say this, are like Michael Bay is doing classic blockbuster shit where he's like, throw it in, throw in those explosions, throw in the car shit, throw in this, throw in the fist fights, let's do this. Um, he's just sorely missing the story part. So, yeah. Why? So, having asked you that, I think Spy is actually a good example of that, but I want to say yes. why it's a problem. So, Spy is a movie that turns everything you expect it to be on its head. Mm-hmm. Uh, it pokes fun at you for thinking that it's going to be what it is, and it does it so wonderfully that you're not mad at it, and it doesn't feel like satire. It feels like a completely believable story, which is crazy because it's not. Mm-hmm. But that movie did not do very well. It was a kind of a sleeper, and that's something that a lot of people had to go see later after it came out on streaming services, because you can't really advertise a movie that's very twisty or different or innovative in an easy way, right? Like, let's look at Doctor Strange. If that was not a comic book franchise that everybody knew, do you think these kaleidoscope-ass trailers would, like, really be what got people to go into the theater? I'd be confused as fuck about what I was about to watch. Uh, so I just wonder if perhaps the part of the reason people play it so safe about movie plots is it's easier to market. Well, using that as, using Doctor Strange as an example, there have been movies like that. The Matrix franchise, when that mm-hmm. first came out, um, that Crazy Dream movie with Juno and Joseph Gordon-Levitt, um, Crazy Dream movie. <laughs> Crazy Dream movie. Uh, were they uh, different? Were they like were, avatars? Were there Leonardo DiCaprio was in it? Uh-huh. Um, with the, he was walking and then the room flipped and Inception? Inception <laughs> Crazy Dream Movie. Hashtag <laughs> Hashtag Katrina likes the Crazy Dream Movie. Tweet that for me so I don't forget it. So that you know, like you could show stuff like that and people would be like, Whoa, stuff is flipping. I'm gonna go check out this movie. There's a comment on Twitch that's making me lose my shit. I'm sorry. It's a crazy Spider-Man. happening with that movie like what's the like everybody's in this movie donald lover's in this movie i'm like what what is he doing what is he doing because <laughs> uh, that's know, spider-man what is he doing great game uh the maze runner movie is another example of a movie i did not expect to like and quite enjoyed really i yeah i i understand for people who read the book that the um the woman lead had more to do in the book and she mattered more in the book and she mattered mm. less in the movie but in the movie because they spent so much time building the guys up, I didn't even really notice it because she seemed to come in kind of at the end as mm-hmm. a catalyst. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if Scorch Trails or whatever the second one is called doesn't utilize her, then I'd be more mad. Mm-hmm. But I actually quite enjoyed Maze Runner. I even made Capone watch it and then he enjoyed it more than he thought he would. Mm-hmm. You didn't like that one? Uh, I actually have not gotten into the Maze Runner series because I read the books and was mostly impressed. Uh, was it cancelled because the main character was hit by a car and broke both his legs? Perhaps. Isn't that crazy? That's not the same guy who's playing Superman, right? Uh, I don't was he so. amazing? No, 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 no. Who, who was amazing? Anyway, yeah. It's some boy look like Taylor Lautner, but ain't Taylor Lautner. Not Taylor Lautner. We missed that. We missed that. Was an on, that was on an off week when we were off the butt stuff. Uh, Dylan O'Brien? No. Um, 
No, I guess he's not in Maze Runner. No, because Dylan O'Brien is in that Teen Wolf show with the guy who's Superman now. Well, Dylan O'Brien ain't got legs no more. No, poor Dylan O'Brien. Yeah. Poor guy. Poor fucking guy. Oh, he seems fine. Poor little lookout for him. Yeah. stateside it will be as expensive as Hamilton which nobody gets into anymore I'm pretty sure they just put on the show with nobody in the audience there's no one in there and it's like well here's all these five thousand dollar seats let's perform <laughs> go time <laughs> uh, that was a weird noise and I'm sorry um, there, yeah. was, there was another movie that I just thought of. I'm not going to see Doctor Strange because I've never been a fan of Doctor Strange mm-hmm. um, are you gonna see Rogue One at the end of the year I am going to see Rogue One because I know if not, I'm just going to have to listen to you talk about a thing I haven't seen. Yay! Support your diverse cast. Diverse has got two ladies there. Who are ladies in Star Wars? Who are ladies in Star Wars? I'm still, I'm still on my, uh, on my uh, put Grace Loan in Star Wars thing because I, Jesus, she needs to be on. This. I need to lend you all of my books with Ray in it, basically. And you need to read all of them and then just go like Empire for Life. I don't care. I'll follow you wherever you go. I don't hey, care. Like Sienna, she was empire. Yeah, I mean, exactly. like, yeah, girl, you're right. You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> that makes sense to me. Uh, I'm totally on the side. I've always been evil, though. I've been a sick my entire <laughs> life. That's like my brother sent me a video of a little girl bowing to Darth Vader at Disneyland when he oh, said bow. The- my brother was like, "That's you." It's yep, 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 yep. See, there, and I think there's, you know, there's a difference between the Sith and the Empire because the Empire was highly xenophobic against aliens, but Sith. We're pretty much all aliens. So. It's true. It's true. Uh, yes, uh, Derek, that is the guy who murdered his girlfriend. Um, any other questions or movies you guys are looking forward to seeing? What else is even coming out? I kind of want to look it up. Uh, what do we have for the later part of the year? Movies. Let's actually find Wait, I'm trying to see the fall movies. You're a fall movie. I'm not interested in Sausage Party. All of the Sausage Party's coming out. <laughs> Oh, I guess Deadpool was a movie I saw that I really yeah. liked this year. Did you get to see Tarzan? I didn't see Tarzan. I'm not interested in Tarzan. Or I've seen that. that story a lot. I get it. I get what Tarzan is. I, I gave up on Tarzan after they didn't want to make any more George in the Jungle, so. It's like I didn't want to see Jungle Book. In certain stories, when I've seen them over and over again, I'm like, I'm good. I get mm-hmm. it. Uh, Keanu was also great. Keanu was amazing. I, I loved Keanu. Yeah. Well, I don't think Keanu came out in the summer. It came out last fall, right? That's right. Yes. Right. So that's why I didn't count it. But uh, but yeah, Keanu was. A, if you guys haven't seen Keanu and you really want to fucking laugh, like it's great. And it's super woman up approved. It, it flips gender roles on their heads. It questions what masculinity really is. 
And I really liked it. And there was a kitten in it. And the kitten. The kitten. kitten look against the cat. It's been a month before it gets the pet. What? It's so adorable. <laughs> uh, Ninja Puss has a very important question. Mm -hmm. How many times can you compliment someone's selfies before it's creepy? If you compliment every single selfie they post, you're creepy automatically. Mm -hmm. You should probably cut that out. I would say try one a week. And if they only post one selfie a week, don't do one a week. Yes. Uh, alternatively, likes are totally fine. Likes are encouraged. I always like selfies. Every single selfie my friends post to make sure to like so they know people are approving of their faces. Yes. But comments, you know, maybe hold off on those so much. Will you see the movie about a guy turned into a cat? Is Kevin Kevin's yeah, movie? Yeah, Nine Lives. No, I'm not going to see that. I'm good. I'm alright on that. I'm good. Yes. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't need to see Phil Collins. I mean, Kevin Spacey as a cat. I like cats a lot. <laughs> yeah, I don't need the image of cats ruined for me by someone who's not a cat. Like, I, I'm actually offended that someone, someone who's not a cat is playing cat. Where's our diversity, Hollywood? <laughs> you can't just have some white man playing cat now. I'm, I'm very offended. You had white man play Asian ladies. All the way down to black people, and now cats. Now cats. What's wrong with you, Hollywood? Tell him. Get it right. I thought we got past this when uh, Tim from Tool Time was a dog. I, <laughs> <laughs> I can't name any movie, but I can describe it. <laughs> <laughs> I need to make that a highlight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. <clears throat> uh, Derek plays it safe by not complimenting anyone. Yes, well, that's, that's why good. we hate you. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what? <laughs> I hate anybody. I don't hate anyone. Um, oh, okay. We've been drinking. <laughs> we have been drinking. All right, y'all. You guys are kind of boring today, so we're gonna wrap we're up gonna the leave. show. We're gonna get out of here. We gotta go. Uh, I think that you guys, do you still have that chocolate left over from the party? Yeah, you can. Yeah, I oh. got chocolate to eat, uh, and I gotta get out of here. So yes, uh, we have a YouTube channel. We do. The more you help us grow, the more we can bring on awesome people and do more shit for you and edit properly. So yes. uh, I'll post the link for you. Do subscribe to our YouTube channel. Do more. tell your friends to subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you don't have any friends, force your grandma to sign up by just taking the power out of her hands. Log into your grandma's account and subscribe to us. It's not that hard. Grandma's password is probably a pet's name. Exactly. You can follow me at Sarah the Rebel. And you can follow me if you're searching for Okatrina anywhere on the internet. And that's Okatrina with a C and Sarah the Rebel with an H. Both as God and the Bible intended, clearly. Yes, indeed. Uh, you can listen to us on allgames.com slash whoop, W-U-P, uh, or on iTunes, whichever yes. you prefer. And uh, we will see you on the 24th. Yes, until then, party, party down, down and, and we'll whoop it up. up. Bye, Bye, guys. Thank you for coming. That's what Goodbye. She said. Bye.